Right, well, Chris Ashby, good to catch up with you here at uh, Brands. And uh, I can't believe it's the final weekend of the British Touring Car Championship uh, for 2016. Chris, and what an exciting weekend I think we're going to have in store because we've been talking about how close this championship has been all along. But as we come into this weekend, what, eight drivers mathematically in with a chance of taking the 2016 title. We reckon roughly five realistically, but... As we were saying off mic, whatever happens in qualifying tomorrow, Saturday, and in that first race on Sunday, things can change around once again. And it's been like that all season long, isn't it? Yeah, it's gone really quickly this season. It doesn't feel too long ago that we were here, here having a chat. For the Indy. Looking ahead to the first race of the yeah. season now, we've got three to go. Yeah, eight contenders, three races only one of them can be crowned champion so it's going to be intriguing the amount of variables um, that are in the mix in terms of who can win it who's not in contention but will still end their season on a high um, this circuit as a whole is just very very interesting and yeah eight drivers can mathematically win it we've said about we think five are, five's the number that's got a realistic chance but you can't predict anything in this championship and qualifying around qualifying at Brands Hatch is always vital um, and tomorrow's qualifying session is going to be the most pivotal all season for all of those eight contenders one if you can't hook the lap up a little bit of traffic here or there and it could unravel your weekend just like that so it's going to be interesting to see who, who takes that first point obviously um, up for grabs we've got 67 of them um, and then to see who's got the advantage. I think it's going to be a huge kind of mental edge whoever can qualify highest out of those contenders as well because then the others have got something to aim for. Yeah, they certainly have. Right, we'll, we'll go into the finer details about the championship, you know, what's going to happen this weekend. But the championship as a whole and the fact that it's in the position that it is after, well, you say, 27 rounds, we get to the, the final meeting. Once again, we've come down to, to Kent, to Brands Hatch, and there are so many drivers in with a shout. What does it say about the championship, the way that it's run, the way that it's organised, and the kind of the support that it has? I mean, it, it's just phenomenal. There isn't another championship that I'm aware of motorsport-wise like it. I don't, yeah, I, I can't think of any any others like this. Um, the only other championships you could probably think of are the support package, and they're the championships that play kind of the undercard to this huge event. Um, yeah, it speaks volumes of the championship as a whole that we can come to Brands Hatch every single season and we know the title's going to be decided and it's not just going to be between one or two people. We've got multiple drivers, all of them that have slogged all year to, to get where they are now. Um, yeah, it's 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 a, this championship's gone from strength to strength down the, over the years and just, just I think, every year we, we leave and we're thinking, oh, well, can't we, can't, get any we, better. we can't get any better than that. And it does. 12 months, later, again, 12 months later we're here again and we're like oh god how the, hell, how the hell can we top this and I think we'll think about that next year when we go into it it's like well we had 8 contenders last year how, the, how can we better that and we probably will should we again. say it again shall we yeah. it's going to be difficult to yeah. beat in 2017 yeah. fingers crossed you know it will be better and I can't believe that it won't be right let's look at the, the top 5 maybe 6 then let's look at the drivers that are in with a shout for the BTCC crown this weekend Sam tore off top of the pile been there for a while consistent throughout the year give me your assessment maybe quickly of his season and his chances this weekend uh, matured brilliantly this season I think he's come of age second season with WSR um, showed flashes of brilliance in, in the past um, 
but he hasn't always been able to string it together in a full year but now this year he's been a he's been world class I think he's been really up there and that's shown in his results you know he might only have two wins but his consistency has been the cornerstone of, of, of his championship campaign and you look at Silverstone it was such an odd weekend we were discussing earlier it was such an odd weekend where Sam had I think two 11ths to the 6th and he extended his points lead <laughs> like that's unheard of but it's those results that you know he, even when he's, his back's against the wall he's, he's got his head down he's not let anything kind of unnerve him or put him off his stride he's just head down tick off the points tick off the laps um, he's taking it race by race and it'll be interesting to see how he how he deals with this this weekend because this is the first time he's ever had he's ever come to Brands final day with in with a shout in with a shout he's let never alone. won a title before first time we wonder how that's going to play so it's, it's kind of how does he weekend. how does he juggle that yeah. uh, all eyes are going to be on him he knows that everyone's gunning for him he's the man with the target on the back and all the ballast on board ballast it's, <laughs> it, I mean when, when we talk about it you're thinking oh god how's, how's how I'm going to do it but He's done it plenty of yeah. times this season, so I'd be intrigued to. I'm very intrigued to just to kind of even probably have a chat with him just before this weekend gets underway, just to see how his mindset is and how he's going to attack the the weekend. But I think he's been he's done himself brilliantly. He's done brilliantly this year, and you know, on leading it, he should he deserves to win it. Um, but as we know, a lot can happen between now and Sunday night. But yeah, he's 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 done brilliantly. He's definitely with a shout. He's, he's had a, a great season, regardless of what happens this weekend. Gordon Shedden, second in the table, only what's was that? Uh, Eleven. Mass? Eleven points behind uh, Sam. Twice a champion, amazing driver. Had another great season, and I suppose the thing that stuck out for me, or stood out for me, was he did have a great brands on the indie circuit back at the the beginning of the year the hondas they always are reliable they don't often let you down gordon has got a good shout this weekend yeah gordon's i mean one thing to touch on as well is that every contender there's a really cool little story before there it. Is, like, obviously it? sam he's chasing his first champion championship and gordon's chase looking to become the first man since fabrizio giovanardi to win back-to-back titles yeah we've not had that since 07 and 08 which is again speaks volumes of the championship but yeah gordon's gordon's been top of his game is great he, he's driven like a champion this year which he should um i think at one point i think it was at snetterton we counted him out he was like 50 or points behind and we're like well that's, that's Don't count it, it, Gordon it, Shed now. Well, though. we're all like, oh, that's probably gone for Gordon now. Yeah. Um, and then he bounces back with a win, um, I think, at Snetterton. And then from then on, he's just been relentless in his pursuit of this of defending his title. And you can't count him or Honda out. They do a brilliant job. They've been in. He's got the um, kind of the positive thing for him is that he's been in this position before. He knows how to deal with this. Um, Himself and Matt can work as a team. They can we work as a about team. Matt in a and second. I think I think a Gordon Shedden that's hunting down someone is a very kind yeah, of dangerous Gordon exactly. Shedden. Would um, he be the bookie's favourite? Uh, would he be? I think he would be. I think if I think if Sam, I was a Sam's betting man, the and you, yeah. because he's got Sam, the, okay. he's got the points in the bag, yeah. and because we've got so many contenders, it's not like maybe years gone by where there's only a couple of drivers. So the need, so taking points off each other isn't going to be as big as it used to be if that makes sense um, so I think they're all going to take points of each other so making a, a dent into that lead that the Sam's got is going to be a little difficult, little bit more difficult than I think previous years but he can't be counted out he, he, again he, he knows how to win these championships him and Matt they've got five between them and 
Yeah. If we think how Gordon won it here last year as well, 12, yeah. 12 months it's ago. Gonna it's going to come down to round 30. Week, I think it's, it's pretty much set that we'll, we'll be here round 30, definitely. that last race. And I think Gordon will be in that hunt, and then that's when we'll see who's really got kind of the metal to go and win it. And I think Gordon's in that position where he knows how it'll come down. He's been in that position where it's last lap, last round of the year. Um, so, yeah, well, I, he's up there, definitely. He's he a certainly bit, is. Okay, let's move on to uh, Gordon's teammate, Matt, who has quietly put himself, I think, that's the way I keep saying to him throughout the year, because it's not been a case of many wins, but a bit like Sam Tordoff, been consistent throughout the year, and he's in with a shout of a fourth title, isn't he, mm. to equal uh, Andy Rouse's uh, title as well, uh, you know, or record-breaking four titles. Um, again, a man with so much experience, you, you, you can't count Matt out at all, can you? I don't think he's been lower than third this season in the championship points, which is, speaks volumes of him, of his, of his experience. Um, yeah, it'd be not, it'd be a nice story. Again, another nice story if he can match Andy Rouse. I think he's one win away from matching on race wins as race well for Andy. Wins, I think he's fifty nine. Yeah. Andy's got sixty. So kind of the the planets are aligned maybe for that kind of nice little story for Matt. But it's been Mister Consistency. We know that he's got that cutthroat competitive edge that he still wants it as much he still as he wants it, yeah. always has done doesn't he and again him, him and Gordon will work well together Honda know how to manage this, this situation in terms of two drivers with a chance of the title uh, and how they work that um, yeah that Matt, Matt will be Matt's the dark horse I feel for it yeah. one of the dark horses um, I think he'll use his, his experience just to sit on the sit on the fringe of things and see how these th- how it pans out and, and go from there yeah don't be surprised if he puts in a, a good showing this weekend uh, Rob Collard what can we say about Rob the man who just doesn't seem to be able to qualify but there he is after his dynamic performances of coming through the field it would seem to again accumulate the points that he has fourth in the championship as it stands I mean what are Rob's realistic chances do you think Chris uh they're realistic uh, it's just how he qualifies I think it'll come down for qualifying for him tomorrow uh, if ever he wants a good weekend qualifying again if ever you need to pull a qualifying out it's here tomorrow I think his best has been sick for Donington Park it's it's weird isn't it's it it's remarkable but it speaks again of how fluctuating this championship has been in terms of that Rob can qualify outside the top 10 consistently yeah <laughs> and then at the end of it he's still banging in podiums and race wins um, yeah qualifying will be vital for him but I don't think it will be the end of the world for him if he's again he, he has a he has a poor qualifying because he's got that ability to come through the field yeah. and Rob knows what his target is. It's Sam Tordoff. He needs to take points off. Obviously his teammate, but he's got that target now, so it it could benefit him that you know there isn't that there is no pressure that he doesn't need to kind of get uptight or anything. Just use his experience, use his racecraft, and come through the field, but. I wouldn't count him out either. <laughs> you can't count Collard out, can you? And we expect fireworks from him. Those three races, regardless, like you say, where he finishes qualifying on Saturday, I think we're going to see Rob mentioned quite a bit throughout the weekend and uh, expect those classic passing opportunities that he'll take. Um, Matt Jackson, the local team, motor-based performance. Matt, fifth in the title challenge as it stands. Again, he's had highs and lows, I think, like many of them this year, Chris. But uh, a lot of people keep saying that the the Fords are going to go well. They should go well. And Matt will go well around the the, the, you know, the brand's uh, Grand Prix circuit, won't he? Yeah, last year when we were here, he took 61 points from a maximum of 67. Obviously, he didn't have any ballast going into the weekend, but still, that's quite 
quite, quite a staggering feat. Um, he'll be you know, Matt, Matt, and both both Matt and Andrew have nothing to lose in terms of again, like Rob, they've got nothing to nothing lose, to lose. and they're almost the the kind of the danger in this whole mix because they've got nothing to lose, so they won't be they're not going to think think about things as much. Obviously, they're going to be you know thinking about how the race has panned out, but when it comes to making a move, I think they're going to be more ruthless than perhaps Sam would be because. Sam's got it to lose they've got it to gain um, so Matt's a great racer the, the Ford should work well around here ballast or not um, so you know uh, they've never won a championship moment. well they've got the they've got the independent teams wrapped up pretty much um, but I know Dave Bartram wants the big one and as long as it's on the table I'm sure Matt will be giving it everything because it's hard to forget I think next year's his 10th year in touring cars yeah, I know um, yet to have a title so be interested it'd be, it'd be to see nice how to Matt, see Matt gets, gets on. Set. He's got every opportunity, I'm sure. His teammate uh, Andrew Jordan sixth, as it stands in the in the drivers' championship. Andrew did himself no harm at all at Silverstone two weeks ago, did he? We kind of thought that was it for Andrew. I think going into that weekend, but he pulled himself back into the reckoning, didn't he? Down at Silverstone a couple of weeks ago. Yeah, a lot of we've already mentioned Silverstone was a really weird weekend in terms yeah. of how the championship worked out because all the contenders were kind of at the lower end of the top ten, but just nicking points here and there or extending points whereas Andrew was yeah, out of contention had a solid weekend with a, a first a second and I think about an eighth and he's thrown himself into it he's 31 points off but you know there's a lot of racing to be done he he knows more than anyone how much a lead can be eroded around here because obviously he nearly lost the title when he led it coming into 2013 but Andrew Jordan's going to be one to very much keep an eye on that, that. like we said the Ford will go well here he likes the circuit it's a real kind of old school circuit that suits his driving style um, and from speaking to him in the week he's kind of he's revved up for it and he, yeah. he's, he's he'll the, want to finish on a flourish yeah. won't he he's, regardless of taking the title he'll, he'll want to do yeah. obviously as, as best as he possibly can as he does every weekend yeah I think an Andrew Jordan that's kind of got his eyes set on something is yeah. Again, he's another one to watch out for because awesome driver. he's not he's not here to, to to make friends. I don't think he's not here to you know have a good time. He's here to win. He's here to win, yeah. which is what we love to hear as well. And I suppose finally, realistically, Colin Turkington, we would say uh, seventh as it stands in the drivers' championship at the moment. Colin says he's not given up. He's going to go for it like uh, you'd expect him to. But maybe just a little bit too much to do this weekend because of. You know all the permutations. Some of those others above him surely are going to be in the mix as well and picking up points at the same time. Um, yeah, can't count them out. Obviously, um, I think the interesting thing is if the, if this championship had started at Alton Park, I think we a few of us worked out that he would be leading the championship by about thirty points. Mm. Which considering considering the trouble they had at the start of the year. Yeah. Obviously, I remember being here on the Friday of the first round when they shook down the cars for the first time. Now, to see them where they, where are. they are, yeah, it's quite staggering. It's well-deserved. You know, they've, they've had that adversity. They've come over it. Um, I, I think for, for Team BMR and Subaru, it's more just about ending it on a high. If and they wants can to watch get 2017. Wins. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. But it has been amazing, hasn't it, how those cars have performed in their, in their first year in the championship. Well, I suppose we wish the top six, seven, eight mathematically in with a chance Plater. Jason Plater as well I know Jason will say that he's not in with a shout but I suppose you and I and everybody else in the, the you know the, the media room would wish all of the drivers in with a chance this weekend all the very best outside of the British Tory Khan Championship as far as the BARC are concerned Chris a lot of other championships to be, side, to, 
to be decided this weekend. Yeah, no, it's not just all eyes are going to be on the touring cars. We've got obviously a, a huge support package that has kind of been brilliantly well. It's been well received by the fans, obviously, for many years. And it it's makes kind of, a weekend the support yeah, packages as, uh, as much as the BTCC, like, like, like the BTCC. That's ebbed and flowed this year, and yeah, Dan Cavish has already wrapped up the Porsche Crow Cup Championship, which is you know yeah, fantastic. Back to back titles for Dan. Will Tregurfa, he's he's wrapped up the Janetta Juniors, um, which is you know it's brilliant. That was a thrilling um, race at Silverstone for him to do it. But then we come here and we've got the Janetta GT4 Super Cup, a straight shootout between Tom Wrigley and Will Burns. Um, good seasons for them both again, really yeah, consistent. I mean, considering that Tom Wrigley, I think, had about a 100-point lead at one point, yeah. it's amazing that it's come down to... It's still up for grabs. So it shows the resolve and um, that Will Burns has got to fight back. And then in the Clear Cup, another shootout, Mike Bushell versus Anton Yeah, that's uh, and, and the other thing... Again, yeah, isn't it? Another huge... It's credit to Renault that, that all the work they do to kind of ensure like they do with touring cars that it comes down to the last round um, hard to pick out of all of those kind of those those guys obviously you have to unlike touring cars you have to kind of work it out and then take drop scores into account as well so it's it's going to be interesting just to see how this weekend plays out we're going to have a huge crowd here at Brands Hatch as always um, I'm sure the weather will, will spice it up as well traditional finale rain we normally get at some point in the weekend so I'm sure that will make an appearance um, it's going to be quite quite a blockbuster. It's going to be something special. So, f- to sum up, for the BARC's point of view, the Toka package, the BTCC, plus the support races that are operated by the BARC, some season again. This really is a, I would have thought, a, a highlight and a, a year to remember for for, for the club. 2016. Yeah. yeah, it's been uh, it's my first year of the club, and I couldn't have hoped for any better in terms of how to kind of do some social media on yeah. it for, on behalf of the club because it's we've got so many cool stories to kind of put out there um, it's been fantastic as we knew it would be um, I think probably we've we've done better I think all championships and that have done better than they probably thought yeah. in terms of just those in contention and whatnot. but yeah eight eight contenders in touring cars a couple in Clio's a couple in Janetta really really great it's it's, it's going to be a memorable weekend and may the best man win in all of those championships and you'll capture everything this weekend everything will be available or via social media you'll be tweeting as much as you possibly can facebooking as much as you possibly can and then getting all the stories and as far as the BARC are concerned the website the best place to go to with regards to catching those stories yeah we'll have we'll have articles on on all our championships either during the weekend or at the end of it um, capturing all the big news all of our champions being crowned obviously throughout the weekend as well we'll be Facebook, Twitter, Instagram yeah. um, and also our audio page um, with Create Media just kind of bringing the latest kind of behind the scenes kind of comments and that from getting the, the reactions getting the reactions all those yeah. champs this weekend uh, so yeah which there will be yeah, yeah. who it's going to be in the British Touring Car Championship Janetta GT4s and uh, the Renault UK Clio Cup we shall see but Chris a great season again whether we get to speak before the weekend's out I doubt it but it's been a pleasure a great season one to remember Chris Ashby thank you thank you